0: This episode of the Chicken Podcast and the Chicken Show is also brought to you by The Beanery, your neighborhood coffee shop located in Gretna, Papillion, Ashland, and 168th and Giles. They say on their website, let's hang out. They don't necessarily mean it. They just want you to come to their place and order what they are selling. What they are selling is some really, really Really good stuff. Coffees, smoothies, lattes, mochas, and everything in between, plus some snacks. They've got everything for you at the Beanery. It's the Beanery, serving people coffee.
1: The Shigadick Podcast is brought to you by our newest friends, and they have great hats. Spoiler alert. I'm talking about Pillar Exteriors. They are family-owned and operated. They have been serving the Omaha area's construction needs for over 25 years. They do it all. Roofing, siding, windows, gutters – and more, and by more, they mean hats. You break it, they'll fix it. You dream it, they'll make it, you need it. They got it! Those guys are good. If you wanna raise the roof, you know what you need to do. Hit them up, Pillar Exteriors, 402-919-ROOF. That's 919-ROOF. We got a few positions already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with
2: me, and it's Louis.
1: That's exactly right.
3: Here we go. <laughs>
0: well, 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 well. Welcome to
1: the pod. Welcome to the Chicken Nick show. You know, I mean I almost need Matt Coatney to speak for me at this point and just as I'm look I'm looking at a guy in a zoom and I just want to bring in Coatney to just give a uh, 'Cause that could look, probably be uh look at you. Look at I, I mean, mean just give me a little knee and then we'll explain why I had the knee okay? Sure. <laughs> sure. Give you a little uh give a little Coat-ney here. Uh everyone could use a little oh, bit of knee today. Oh my god.
0: oh my god
1: i'm looking at a guy he's got the colorado shirt on he's got the colorado hat on he's got the coach prime shades on and he's got the coach prime swag on and he's all confident and he thinks he's cool but he's not cool i did get
0: this um because I've been tweeting uh just a little bit but everyone takes a pro Colorado thing into an anti Nebraska thing. Which, of course. Yeah, that's fine and I'll lean into that. Uh but someone said, "Don't you think this is going to hurt uh downloads?"
3: Don't you think this is going to hurt recruiting? So we mm. put that
0: on the poll uh brought to you by Pillar Exteriors. They're fantastic by the way. Their hat you their think hat's good. They're doing some good things hat's with good. their hats. You think the Schick heel turn is going to hurt downloads? 62% said yes. There was also a poll. Uh, What will be the level of giddiness from Schick going into the CU game? Your options were over-the-top annoyance and insufferable. 56% said insufferable. Oh,
1: boy. I mean, where do we even begin? Where do you even want to begin the conversation? Well, I think you start with Travis
0: Hunter. Um, you know, how do you defend him and how do you cover him, you know? He's uh he's Chris Gamble, he's Charles Woodson, he's Champ Bailey all rolled into one and probably better. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, more than 100 yards receiving an interception uh in the in the red zone, the goal line, what more do you want? He's he's a little Louis. He Louie clearly
1: is a little Louie. Uh Shador Sanders though. Holy guacamole.com is the website where you find more information on Shadour Sanders' performance against TCU. You're listening to the Mock Jackson Website Direction Show based on the outcomes of games, exclusively (laughs) on 1620 Design.
0: What a terrible show. No one will ever listen to that show. Shadour Sanders. At what point is Dion
1: known as Shadour's dad? (laughs) He's trending that way. It's true keep on throwing for 500 yards. I'd say you're in a you in I mean, right now, one, two in the Heisman are the are two buffs. That's right. It, right.
0: <laughs> the, your week I mean, one Heisman winners. Don't you like how you've gone from, I don't know, this thing's going to be terrible. Who knows? It's going to be bad. All the analysts telling out, you know, TCU by 21. And then after the game, like, let me tell you how good these players are. It's like the meteorologist. <laughs> saying it's going to rain it's sunny and then it's like what a beautiful day we had let's talk about how this top 10 day went or the march madness pool and this team's gonna win then it doesn't happen and then they're still right. telling you what's gonna happen moving forward like nobody knew what to expect nobody and i get all of that but there there's there's some talent there and uh i tweeted out a picture of yours truly with dylan edwards the caption was here's a picture <laughs> of a." Uh,
1: One unstoppable guy, along with Dylan Edwards. You know, it was (laughs) two two Colorado guys. One's unstoppable, and the other is Dylan Edwards. You know, what's his story though? Where, like, well, he was he was committed to Notre Dame. Okay,
0: and then Dion came on board and said, "You're coming with me." So he's a freshman. Oh yeah, yeah, true freshman. He was at the Under Armour All America uh, game, and that's where we met. Okay, and he and for the record, he asked for a picture with me. I bet he did.
1: You and your you you have acquired a lot of best friends at the Under Armour All American
0: Game. <laughs> Adrian Martinez. Adrian was Martinez. Best of mine.
1: You and him. For, you know, you guys text each other all the time. to Have textual relations, <laughs> but <laughs> but okay. There's a version of the okay. So uh, let me back up because uh, so yeah. Uh, Okay, I always get it. It's Travis Hunter or Henry? I always get it wrong.
0: Travis Henry was the guy who had seven kids with eight different women, I believe, okay. uh, if that's possible. Um, who was a former running back at
1: Tennessee that's and in not, the NFL. Okay, so not quite him. But, okay, Hunter was, he was the number one player in the country, correct? Depends on who you talk to. We had him at number two. Okay. We had him at number But th- either way, homeboy yes. got game.
0: Homeboy got game. Uh, that is Nick Baugh saying that uh, if you go to the ESPN 300 in the class of 2022, Walter Nolan was number one, was a defensive lineman. who signed with Texas A&M. But then it was Travis Hunter who flipped from Florida State. He, he seemed a Florida State heavy lean. And that was the whole story going into signing right. day. Deion Sanders got him from his the place that he went to school. right? So uh, flipped
1: him. So, and Jackson then State. I'm trying to figure this out. And then Shador Sanders, I'm pulling up his profile here. His Top 70 re-
0: recruit. Top 70 recruit offered by major conferences. Nick Saban offered him. Okay. But he wound up going to FAU. And I don't entirely know why he went to FAU. I don't know the backstory there. How did he do at FAU? Oh, for the record, never played at FAU. Went to Jackson State as soon as his dad got the uh, – got the job So never it. played at fau got it
1: okay because that's i didn't and i hadn't heard about the fau thing yeah but clearly it. i'm very i'm very knowledgeable of all these individuals here i'm like who's Deuce this edwards guy He's not that bad huh <laughs> but <who>? oh.
0: <laughs> hey coach Shadur sanders is a very talented quarterback a guy from jackson state now at colorado you pretty optimistic about him
3: but who's this hi coach some of the experts are pretty high in your secondary what are your feelings on that group are you optimistic about them but who's this? <laughs> that was pretty much me. I mean, I knew I knew who these guys are. I'm, I'm just getting
1: a sense of their background. I guess what sure. I'm getting at is, as you watch the first series unfold, and really the whole first quarter and half unfold, you it became kind of like, well, was it stupid of us to not think that they have the number, basically the number one or number two player in the country? They had a big time running back recruit, as running backs can get on the field right away. And then maybe Shador Sanders was the big X factor of like, okay, he, top 70 player, not necessarily a top 10 player. He balled out at Jackson State. What does that look like when he comes to the power five level? But it kind of like as it unfolded, it, it was kind of like, yeah, what, was it kind of silly that we didn't assume that they would be pretty dynamic on offense? Or I don't know. I, like sometimes it just takes something to happen for it to become obvious, even though it wasn't obvious at all heading into it. Does that make sense? I don't know. I'm, I'm just – I'm trying to – there was a lot of different emotions as you were watching that game yesterday. And yesterday's game truly felt like a moment, you know, like like a real, a real watershed moment for a variety of reasons. And I'm with you
0: on that. I think one of the toughest things is how do you get a bunch of kids, many of them mercenaries, right, like mm-hmm. that come from different programs. Everyone's transferring for a reason – there were a lot of you know, you had some FCS transfers. You had guys that were even lower level. You had a bunch of Jackson State guys, not just Shador and Travis, Travis. Like you You're think you're thinking about you're thinking about depth. You're thinking yeah. about depth. Like where I'm texting with my Colorado alumni buddies before the game. my And my you Joel Clatt I said, you know, Joel, what do you think about their chances here today? He just—it's like a, it, it appears immediately. His response. I love it. Okay, man. thank you, Joel. Like I love no, you, Joel. Anal-
1: no analysis. I love it. Thank you, Joel. Hey, time out, real quick. Just from TV to TV. How great is his week two? Already had Nebraska. Already had Colorado. Had, like he, his prep's done for this week. It's great. Does he just, does he just roll in a half hour before kick and go, guys? I got this. I know we're everything good. about all these players, but continue, continue. So <laughs> you were texting your your, your your CU Buff friend, yes. not Joel Klatt. I love it. No, with Joel Cladd. He was a part of it too. And oh, okay. He was on the text. It was a group text.
0: Yep. And and they were like, what do we expect and all this? And my response was, I wish this game today against TC was a two quarter game. I said, you know, Colorado's going to win a lot of two quarter games. And, and they were up at half because they, they just don't have that depth. And they were worn out at the end, like defensively, and yeah. no one was stopping anybody. Yeah. But they were. Cr- it was a little out leaky there. out there. It was a little leaky out there. They you were. Know what I mean. it, Everybody, teams-wise, yes. If Nebraska might have an advantage in this game, special teams, like it, Colorado's just a little deficient in that area. But the depth, I think, is what I, was going to hurt them in this game. I think what will hurt them moving forward. I hear you. Um, so that that's where the concern was. Like you can't. Like that's why Travis Hunter. Yes, he might be him. Whatever that means. Like I say that a lot. You know, around the house. He might be him, but how long can him last? He last, you know, hundred plus. 100, me likey him. Um All right, let me put that on the poll.
1: Do you likey him? Do you? <laughs> Do you I did like him. his prime at halftime, being like he had two. Dr- he had two drops, or, the, or otherwise the Heisman be at his at his grip chilling. You're like, God, that's so. You just are cool. And he, you are so cool. And he go- and he finishes with God bless. Yep. Like
0: one of the greatest halftime. And he just looks so cool. Here's oh. Dion. He,
2: he is him. We missed him on two deep balls. He get those two deep balls. He, the Heisman is at his crib chilling right now. God bless. <laughs>
0: I mean, but if he gets, it's true too, because, you know, he's, they would have given him the Heisman. They would have presented it to him after the game. Had he caught that one deep ball. It was a
1: perfect pass from Shadur in the
0: end zone. He would have had a touchdown, a pick.
1: I, with but, prime, at times, it's like I I could work as hard as I could to script everything I said and have a month to think about what I would wear, and I still couldn't look or sound as cool as Dion looks and sounds. It would be hard for me if I was if I would have been Jenny Taft, my rebuttal would have been like, "You're you're pretty cool. Wow, wow, I'm, you, wow, you're pretty good at wearing hoodies, aren't you?" <laughs> Wow, you're pretty good at asking questions, aren't you? Uh, Did you
0: hear his pregame? Did you hear his pregame?
1: Yes. Did you hear his halftime? I
0: I don't know that I heard his halftime. Oh, his halftime went hard! But I
2: I love this. This is about us. This has nothing to do with the team that's opposing us. This is about us. This ain't got nothing to do with the naysayers, the unbelievers, the haters, the doubters. This is about us. When we started this journey, we told you it was gonna be trying, it was gonna to be tough, but you endure it because it's about us. That man next to you is a miracle. That man next to you is a believer. That man next to you is a go-getter. That man next to you is a dog. That man next to you is somebody who wants this thing. That man next to you is somebody who believes. That man next to you is somebody that gots to have it today. We ain't got tomorrow. We got now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we ain't got next. We got now. We, got now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we ain't coming no more. We here. Uh, we here. We here. Y'all yeah. know we here. <laughs> Give me my theme music. I mean, they
1: play that. What do you do with that? Okay, I just DM'd you the halftime speech too. Oh, the halftime speech. it okay. the halftime speech. Milaki. Halftime speech.
0: Matt Rule, what is your reaction to Dion's uh pregame? Um <laughs> okay. All right. oh my gosh. All right. Let me uh let me load up this uh have I not heard the halftime How speech? How have you not okay. heard the okay. halftime? I haven't heard this yet. You would have okay. gotten your Google go. game
1: right and consumption game right. Here we go.
2: Let's go out there. Let's get loose. Let's not come out flat. That was an appetizer. Now anybody to get the meal. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was an appetizer. And the only way they end this during game is we let them. Two turnovers. We're not gonna beat ourselves. We're not gonna beat ourselves. We're gonna beat them. They just saw the appetizer. You was a little apprehensive. You really didn't know what we had. You really didn't believe. But now you should. You should understand what we got. Everything we need is right in this locker room and right next to it. And it's on you to make up your mind uh, how you want this story written. It's a pin in every darn locker. How are you going to write this story? Let's go out there and be dominant, fellas. Yes, I believe your offense is going to get the ball, and they're going to go down and score. Defense going to go back three and out. We're going to get a good punt return, and we're going to contend to beat the brakes off these young men. But we gonna do it with class and dignity. No more stupid penalties. We got that? Yes, sir. Touch the person next to you and look at him and say, "I believe." I believe. I believe. Let's go work.
1: Okay, you know what? You know what my favorite part about that was? <clears throat> First of all, the meal, the appetizer and the meal thing was pretty cool. I was like, I could not have been like, "Uh, yes, coach, that's pretty cool." Keep going. Could you imagine? Could you imagine him as a waiter? Yeah. No, 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 no. Listen to me now. That's just appetizing. Meal, meal, the main course, the meal's on the way, right? That
2: was appetizer.
0: Not about to get the meal. <laughs> like, wow! Thank you. Wow! I know how this works. I've been I've been here to uh,
1: Perkins many times. <laughs> I've never been more motivated for my rack of ribs coming. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: th-
1: I thought these matzah sticks were killer, but you're selling me on what I ordered for them. I'm, I'm even more focused now than I've, I've ever been. But no, the best part of it at the inn. Tap the person next to you and look at him and say i believe in you
0: i like that
1: and i think isn't that 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 whole thing
0: about all of this like the pregame the midgame the like the halftime the anatomy of belief like you almost have to create belief before there's something
1: tangible to believe in 100% and and I, what i think is unfortunate about the way the nebraska first game unfolded and I even think about who won the Biggies conference last year. I'm talking about Shaka Smart and oh all the boys. Tyler oh Koelick, Cam Jones, Oso Igadaro, doing that thing for that chicken wang at Marquette last year.
0: Nick Barr tries to bring every conversation back to basketball.
1: Okay, continue. <laughs> when I went to Shaka shoot around, I was struck. Oh my God. I I'm just saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this all together. I was struck. At how much Shaka had those guys believing? Like, I'm not sure Marquette, like their overall talent last year, it was like it was it was it was good. I wouldn't say it was it was elite. It wasn't Louis, if you will. But I look at then at Colorado, and I, th- I look at those those speeches. I look at all that stuff, and I'm like, man. He, above anything else, yes, does he have some Louis and and Shadour and Travis and Edwards and all those guys? Yes. But what he has clearly is a locker room that is fully believing in everything that guy is selling them. And when belief, when real belief meets results, you got something. And that's where it's so frustrating that Nebraska couldn't seal the deal on Thursday night because for six months rule was getting those guys to believe and rule was getting those guys to buy in. And I'm not saying it's over like, you know, it's the rule era is done, but I'm just saying you had an opportunity to really pour gasoline on that belief. That's what happened with Colorado. That's what happened with shotgun Marquette last year. And it's the sometimes yes you got to have elite players. Nebraska doesn't have anybody close to as good as those three dudes on offense, in particular the two guys, Shadur and Travis. But the the rest of the the rest of the roster, Colorado versus Nebraska, it's like I don't know. I mean, it's maybe it's maybe comparable. But what Colorado probably has right now over Nebraska is the belief is through the roof, and Nebraska's has got to be a little rattled. At, you know, you 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 work and work and work and work and work for this one moment. Like, we're going to seal the deal. We're not going to lose close games. We're going to get over the hump. And then the first game out, the first moment out, you have it unfold just like every other game has unfolded for five years. And it's just so unfortunate that it unfolded like that. Sorry for my Stephen A. Smith-esque rant there that took a long time. We're going to have to take a break. More first take you around don't... the corner. J.J. Redick will have a rebuttal on the sure. other side. <laughs>
0: totally get it. And J.J. Redick will not be joining us oh, after the break. On, how, dare you, how dare you say Nebraska doesn't have someone like Travis Hunter or Dylan Edwards? Did you watch <laughs> that
3: first game? Um, I mean, Alex Bullock is maybe the easy one, but he – He's, he's in the picture and he's, it doesn't surprise me. I, I've written this and I'll say it again. When he was at Omaha, Creighton Prep. <laughs> we need to rule at the fourth,
1: going to the fourth Corby. Like, uh, Alec, a- Alec Bullock, I, I, he's already caught a touchdown. If he catches another one, the Heisman's at his, at Creighton Prep, chilling right now. Okay?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you should tweet, I'm tweet, tweet the- that.
1: Is the Heisman at Creighton Hoop. Prep chilling right now? Okay. This is the Heisman at
0: Creighton prep chilling right now and who would you rather have Alex Bullock or Trav- or Travis Alex Bullock or Travis Hunter Tra- Travis Hunter from
1: Jackson State Okay but but in in that long yeah ridiculous yeah. winding road take there do you see what I'm getting at like just that belief thing that buy-in thing it's so important And that's what's so unfortunate about how Thursday night unfolded. It was. And one of the things that
0: helps create buy in is doing away with those who were on the roster when things were bad. uh And so when you think about Colorado, one of the good things about turning the roster over like that is you don't, it's the men in black neuralizer. Mm -hmm. No one knows what you're talking about. Like, I wasn't here for one at 11, hardly any of them were. I mean, Woods, the defensive back who got the pick, he was the lone defensive starter from last year, and there he is making a play. And then you go to Nebraska, and, you know, they flipped it over a little bit, but there's still a, little, still a bunch of remnants from last year. It was nothing close to Colorado. Right. And then the one guy that you bring in that is to be a difference maker, one of them is Jeff Sims, who, uh, again, I, all of my hesitancy about Jeff Sims manifested itself on Thursday. Totally. All totally. Of it. Totally. And it was really unfortunate to see because I I don't like criticizing guys and bashing college athletes. I just withheld praise for Jeff Sims on this podcast and elsewhere simply because of what you've seen and what you've heard. And you go, I just don't know. Just because you enter the portal doesn't mean you're you become better. No.
1: You know, you're in the portal for a reason. And so – Yeah, you bring yourself to the next destination. You know, like – like you don't go into the portal right. and like shed all your weaknesses to the next destination. Like unfortunately, you are coming with you all encompassing to the next spot. Right. But continue. Are you transferring because you're
0: you're ready to take that next step or because you couldn't take that step where you were? Mm-hmm. Right? Because you you step back. Like it, it just wasn't working out. And so even in our live show, I just said if any coaching staff can get the most out of Jeff Sims, it's this coaching staff at Nebraska. And then you watch it and you go, well, th- there are some good and there are some really bad. And it's a game Nebraska should have won, could have won, didn't. And that's kind of how it's been for the last couple of years there. Quick time out here from this award-winning Chickenic podcast to tell you about our new friends at Pillar Exteriors. They are family-owned and operated, serving the Omaha area's construction needs for more than 25 years. Roofing, siding, windows. Gutters and more. They say they bleed Husker Red. Do you think that's literally? Oh, I do. Do you think that's a literal phrase,
1: after, especially after last week's loss to Minnesota? I still think they're bleeding Husker Red. Dr. J and Dr. Dre have have confirmed such things. But what I like about them is you break it, they'll fix it, you dream it, they'll make it, you need it. They got it! Got it! Those guys are good. In fact, I think this is uh, one customer... Uh, that that said after did some work that uh, boy you're pretty good at doing roofing siding windows gutters and more aren't you ah
0: wow, you're pretty good at asking questions aren't you
1: that's it i don't know who that guy is but uh, there also was this is another guy a uh, uh, I think it was Joel K. Is, is a testimonial. Oh he finished uh, Pillar Exteriors, did some some work for him, and his review is just simply. I love it. Okay. And then there's another guy,
0: Matt, said, would you recommend uh, Pillar Exteriors? Yes. <laughs> okay, very good. Thank you, Matt. Welcome welcome back to the show. Uh, Matt, would you, uh, Matt R., would you recommend them? Um, okay, no, you would. He would to, go on to say, yeah, uh, yes, yes 402-919-ROOF. 402-919-ROOF. They are the premier Omaha roofing company. You can rely on to cover your, your home with strength and integrity. From the top of the roof to concrete, you walk on. Pillar Exteriors covers you with strength and integrity. That is uh, the Pillar Exteriors way. And the way to contact them, 402-919-ROOF. That's spelled R-O-O-F. F as in what a fabulous win for Colorado.
1: It's Pillar Exteriors. There you Sorry. Where do you come out though? Because and, and I, yeah, go ahead. I did feel like I, I, I'm probably there was a part of me that felt like I was being unfair mentally to rule as that game ended, in that I'm punishing him for a losing close because Frost lost close games for five years, where that that isn't necessarily. It's, it's not Rule's fault that Frost lost a million close games. But what's, what's challenging is I, the analogy I made in the summer about, uh, about kind of like the slow burn thing was, yeah, this may be year one for Rule, but it's like year 20 for Nebraska fans. And the analogy I made was when we had the birth of Mava, Kim was in labor for... Uh, gosh, 16, 17 hours, and we and she, she came in in the morning, and we switched nurses, Nick Nurses. Shouts out to not a Philly seven. Oh Nick gosh, Nurse oh became, in, became our labor yeah. nurse. I was like, this hospital
0: is tight! And you're like, oh, <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Who, who's going to take this baby out when it comes out? The claw! The, Kawhi's got it! Bring in Kawhi. We're ready to push. I'm like, this is incredible. <laughs> this is the greatest hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Your nurse is Nick Nurse, and then <laughs> Kawhi, what was your reaction
0: when uh, they asked you to come in and uh, help deliver the baby? <laughs> okay, thank thanks, you, Kawhi. Thanks,
1: Kawhi. Appreciate you. Look forward to cutting the umbilical cord. Um, but when you switch the nurses, the new nurse comes in without any feel. Sure, they can get an update, but they weren't there for the first you know 7 8 hours of enduring you know the 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 back labor the epidural the pain all that stuff so we were there though so even though a new nurse comes in they don't really understand what what we really went through leading up to that and so i think it it's just so hard or so darn hard as as the way coach prime says darn it's needs to work on saying Dern. It's so Dern hard to figure out like how to shed and and let go of the past 20 years, the past five years, and come with a clean slate for rule because it's not fair to rule, but at the same time you can't, it's hard to shed all that stuff that you've gone through for for five years. And I just felt conflicted where I felt frustrated where I'm like, how is this happening again? And I found myself Succumbing to that 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 kind of bar stool, it had a twenty beers, kind of like man. That that game looked and felt just like every game for the past five years. If we're being real honest, it was sloppy. There were coaching decisions that were perplexing. There was some good, but when it came to uh, the big moments, players couldn't make the plays, and there was. A, a time where something didn't go Nebraska's way and they completely melted and they lost? Am I talking about I'm talking about the Frost era or am I talking about – like you wouldn't have known if you never knew who's on the sidelines and you didn't know, you would have been like, was, was Frost coaching that game or was Rule coaching that game? I don't think you would have known. But that's not fair for me to, to feel like that. I think. I don't know. Help me out as my therapist. No, but he's also been a guy, Matt Rule –
0: who has embraced the past and has talked about the past a lot and has tried to become a part of the past, present, and future at the same time and trying to experience the lived experience of Nebraska fans. So, and it's evidence of that when he comes out at the end of the game and the post game goes, There are no close losses. There are no close losses. He's saying that. Because he understands Nebraska fans and what their reaction is because he's tried to live it and experience it and mentally go there since he was hired and know, okay, this is what they've been through. So he's, he's the Husker fans therapist after the end of the game going, there are no close losses. The only people who say that are those who have close losses. Right, they or just experienced a close
1: loss, or the like. So the people, front. your analogy of the people that say recruiting rankings don't matter are the people right. that aren't getting right. top ten classes. But continue, yeah,
0: that's right, yeah. So, but but you mentioned like the coaching stuff. Like I'm watching the game, and there's a portion where and I and I tweet out they probably shouldn't pass the ball the rest of this drive. Now, that's an, that's a like layman watching the game yeah. who doesn't know the intricacies of calling X's and O's, okay? But it's also it's also not rocket science. So I'm watching this. They're running the ball pretty well. And then they pass the ball four to the next five plays, and a drive stalls with a field goal, and then there's a three and out coming the other way. And you go, what are we doing, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, remember when we talked about this at the live show? And we were doing our fun walkabout at the thing. And the thing that I brought up was Anthony Grant fumbling, Matt Rule calling it out after practice is a great thing because there's accountability. And he can't put up with people who turn the ball over because the margin for error is so slim with his team. And then what does he do? In the most important possessions of the game, he puts in Anthony Grant, and what happens? He fumbles the football, and it's the most critical turnover and play of the game. He turns the ball over. That's like, all right, don't play with fire. You should never play with fire. Here's this kerosene and match. Go have fun. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's why that's why it's like you don't wanna you wanna be fair, but at the same time, if we're gonna be fair, we need to treat him like every other coach. Like you need to be held accountable for what you have said. Like this was him on Gabe Irvin preseason. To me, he can be he
1: can hopefully be that battering ram that puts games away. Again, four times last year, had the had the lead in the third, going into the fourth or in the fourth quarter.
0: Okay, so that's on Gabe Irvin. Maybe he can be that guy. This was him on Anthony Grant in Camp,
1: Uh, Anthony just, you know, he's put the ball on the ground too much. He's fumbled the ball too much. And um, no matter how talented you are, if you fumble the football, you can't play for us.
0: And then here's what happened in the game. Lines up with the ball, and that one is
1: knocked out. Okay. Yeah, that's it. I mean, literally, that's it. Like, so that's what's hard is little decisions like that, moments like that. You go, well, I don't understand that. I don't understand coming out after a 13-play drive – running the ball well, towards the end of it, you start to throw the ball. And then the very next possession with 12 minutes left where it's pretty clear you want to salt the game away, like he talked about with Gabe Irvin, at least try and have a four- to six-minute possession. Even if it doesn't end in points, you choose some clock and punt it away. But you come out and you throw the ball three straight times. Like, those are the moments where you go, what the heck? Even the end of the first half, the management of the end of the first half was sloppy, it, the play call i think you know you have a quarterback that is turnover prone interception prone so let's let's run a trips route concept into the end zone to the short side of the field yeah that sounds like a good idea you know like it's things like that where you go and then right. so so then what's tough is then 48 hours elapse And in some ways, the way the Colorado game unfolded was the best and the worst thing ever for Rule. Let me try to lay out the case for both. I'm Stephen A. Smith here for a second. First and foremost, I love Matt Rule. He knows that he is the godfather to my children. I have been in his wedding as the best man, and he's been my best man as well. So let me just make that clear. But the way that Colorado game unfolded is... It runs counter to everyone going, well, it takes some time. You got it. I mean, they, were, they look at what he inherited. It wasn't a good team. It's going to take some time for it to all come together and look clean and look crisp, and And the results are going to look like. It's going to take some time. Okay, well, Deion Sanders, they were about as clean as offensively. That thing looked like a well-oiled machine. It, they they go out there and they beat a team. Now who knows how good TCU actually is, but they were played for the right, title right. last year and they were top twenty five team. They look great, and you and you go well. Okay, why does it have to take a long time for rule? Uh, and I'm just kind of using these things in a broad sense, and but it but it happens right away for Colorado. But I actually think Colorado playing well. It sucks because Colorado's good and that makes that game harder, but I think I think all the pressure has kind of shifted in this game now, where this went from a you have to win this game, and it would be a, oh my god, I can't believe Rule lost into Colorado, to now, it would be no one expects you to win the game, and it would be a marquee great win for Rule. So it's weird how a lot – there were a lot of different things, a lot of different emotions and thoughts rushing through my head as I watched that Colorado game unfold. And, of course, I'm relating it all the way back to Nebraska.
0: Kelly was having the conversation with me today um, because she's not looking forward to the week. But the knee-jerk reaction, of course, is, oh, Nebraska's in trouble next week. And that might be true. That might be true. But it's like – and we all remember – you know, you're, remember what you asked uh, Pat Fitzgerald, you know, uh, years ago.
1: Pat Fitzgerald was our guest head coach of the Northwestern Wildcats. Is it more difficult to follow up a big win than a tough loss? Big win, tough loss, right? Like this is,
0: it's shaping up to the classic paths on the back all week long. They've already handed out three Heismans in the locker room to this team that is now going to be looked at as, and maybe they'll be ranked. We're t- re-recording this before the rankings come out. I-, I don't think they'll be in the top 25, but they're getting all the pats on the back of the world and getting all the praise from all the doubters and the naysayers. We, we always talked about it. Proving people wrong versus proving people right. Much easier to do that, chip on the shoulder, us against the world, prove people wrong. Now everyone's on the wagon everybody's a believer now in what Dion has and they expect you to win and they expect Nebraska to lose. And that's a really tough combination for a team that no one knew what to expect from in the preseason. A lot of new faces, a lot of guys who are experiencing this level of football and this kind of microscope for the first time. So that's where I would say mentally the pregame advantage is on Nebraska's side simply because they now have very
1: little to lose. (laughs) It it, it just feels that way. And uh, to to add to that, this sounds weird, but in, in a lot of ways, Nebraska is somewhat built to potentially give Colorado problems. And what I mean by that is, Nebraska, the, to me, it's clear the 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 game plan is pretty clear. Even from a from sitting in my house and n- not in the coach's office with Matt Rule here, the game plan is pretty clear. You need to you have a running quarterback in Jeff Sims. That is a, the one that we can we can throw stones at him. The one thing he can do is is tote that thing, and he's he's a load running it. To me, the recipe is run Jeff Sims twenty to twenty five times. You need to play ball control, chew clock, keep Shador Sanders and that whole crew on the sideline for as long as possible. You run, you huddle up, you wait and you wait and you wait and you snap the ball with three seconds on the play clock and then you huddle up and you do it again and you shrink the game, you minimize possessions and that's the game playing offensively and if there is if there was some positives from the game with Nebraska the d line for Nebraska completely shut down Minnesota's rushing attack completely and then there if there is a strength of Nebraska's team it is their secondary they have a lot of guys back there that are are pretty good now are they ready for Shadur Sanders and those guys I don't know but I guess I'm just saying there are elements of this thing where it's like okay this you know like the I could see a recipe in which the, the style the style matchup is an, is an interesting one because in some ways Nebraska does have the ingredients to give Colorado some problems. TCU's defense was not very
0: good last year. Uh, they had three starters back this year. So I, I, I can't read too much in it. This is also a TCU team that was, in some respects, smoke and mirrors in the fourth quarter was able to come, you know, the fire drill against Baylor. The yep. There were a lot of tight games. They weren't blowing anybody out. And then they got blown out in their last game against Georgia. So uh, perhaps there was some preseason doubt for TCU and replacing their starting quarterback. So it's hard to read too much into one game. I would also say that the advantage Nebraska now has that TCU didn't is there's now Colorado film. Yeah, no doubt. They they can actually watch tape and go, okay, this is how this team operates. TCU had no idea. TCU didn't know truly what to expect. How much FCS film are they gonna watch? So yep. that that that's where I think no outcome surprises me here. No outcome outside of maybe either team blowing the other out. No, nothing would be surprising here. So oh, I, I think I think it's I, way I,
1: more likely Colorado blows out. I see no scenario where, where Nebraska Blows out Colorado. I think I think it's way more likely Colorado puts it on Nebraska than than Nebraska I, I, does to Colorado.
0: It, it could be. I just feel like with how both teams are built, like I don't know that Colorado's running away from anybody unless they have exceedingly more talent. Like maybe Colorado State in a couple of weeks. Uh, I think the the talent level top to bottom is fairly comparable. It's just that high yeah, end skill level talent on offense, like yeah. you said, yeah, that that could that could change some things, especially because here's the other thing too. TCU, very up-tempo. Like this was a high-speed chase. Right. And Kendall Bryles and Sean Lewis, like they both want to run up-tempo. Colorado is very much so, like like you said, if you can get a couple of stops on Colorado, keep them off the field and sustain a drive of five, six minutes, you know, then we're talking about something completely different. But, um, but yeah, I – there's no foregone conclusions here uh, this
1: week. Yeah, I just think I think uh, as weird as it sounds, like st- stylistically, TCU is a good matchup for Colorado because they just uh, they wanted a scoring contest, and that's clearly what Colorado wants right. too. Uh, Nebraska does not want that. The concerning thing, one of the prevailing thoughts I took away from watching Nebraska was like, how are they ever going to score 28, 31 points right. in a game? Like how? Right. I I mean how? So and the one thing Colorado can do is score. So in that regard, it's it's a little concerning, but you're right in that like one of the advantages, didn't you get the sense watching that Colorado TCU game that there were a few plays that Colorado even I think there was a swing pass to a running back early in the game, might have been the, the opening touchdown of the game. Like that seemed like a no tape, not sure right. what they're gonna do, perfect play call, and they get a guy to walk into the end zone. Like, because cause I'm sure the DC for TCU is like, well, crap. I don't, I mean, I, I don't know what their red zone tendencies are or what this guy's going to do. Like, so that element of surprise, well, it's not completely eliminated. It, it's, there's, it's somewhat eliminated. But at the same time, you know who also didn't know what their offense was going to look like? Minnesota had no idea what Nebraska's offense was going to look like. And Nebraska didn't go out there and light the world on fire. So I don't know. That's true,
0: but they knew they knew Jeff Sims's tendencies. For sure. For sure. There, there's a ton on film of him and, and the flip side. Like you said, like Dylan Edwards, it's one thing to not know what they're gonna run. It's also to not know what you're gonna run and facing speed. Yes. Like Dylan Edwards is fast. Really? <laughs> you know? Yes. And so any split second of hesitation and it's pay dirt, and he had four touchdowns. So what is I mean the, the fact the fact that Nebraska the, the fact that Colorado Didn't have, I think they had two players, two games with one guy getting 100 receiving yards last year. They had four guys in one game. Insane.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's insane. I mean, this is insane. In
0: terms of upsets, for debuts, it is the largest upset since the FBS-FCS split in 1978 for an FBS debut head coach. Man. 20 and a half points, first game. We're talking... Yeah, Years. historic like this stuff. Is, this has never happened.
1: Well, th- and then speaking of the spread, and then we can kind of lay in the plane here. Um, yeah, you know, it's so. It I'm looking at it right now. It looks like Colorado's now favored by two and a half. So it went from what okay. eight? It was it like eight-ish? Eight Nebraska and a was, half-ish yeah.
0: last week. Yeah.
1: So it's pretty remarkable to go from one team favored by eight or eight and a half, and then one week of football unfolds, and not only does the line swing a lot, it swings it to uh, the other team. It, it moves by 10 points all the way to the other team being favored, you know? But I also – doesn't that line – and sometimes I don't even know if this is real that I do this to myself, but, like, to me that li- – I look at that line of, of yesterday was, like, one and a half before I went to bed, and now it's two and a half. Again, we're taping this on Sunday. And that strikes me as a line that's begging you to bet Colorado. Sure does. Doesn't it? Like, kind of, like sure – yeah, Bet Colorado. Just, just we beg you to bet Colorado here because yeah, you saw the the incredible. Everybody saw that game. It was the big. I mean, that was the game of the weekend, the outcome of the weekend. And people think Nebraska stinks, which they might be right. Um, I don't know. I just it. it I, I am. I cannot wait for this game. This game is fascinating, especially the old rivalry aspect of it. Like ah, oh, I just cannot wait. Think think about. What Dion could accomplish here? Ooh. You beat
0: a national champion runner-up on the road in your debut as a three-touchdown underdog. You beat your biggest rival historically in mm-hmm. Nebraska. And then in week three, it'll be their in-state team in Colorado State. Oh, my gosh. Could, could you imagine no. if they start 3-0, and the Kool-Aid that will be oh. guzzled there in Boulder?
1: No. What, Incredible. What, what, is this, what does the stadium look like? What do you think? What what's do you think Nebraska kind of that there's? I mean, of course, Nebraska travels, but I know there was. I think was the AD talked about not selling the tickets like or way back in like the spring or whatever. Like, what do you what are you anticipating that because it's I, obviously going to be incredible? I feel
0: like it'll be a quarter red. Okay, I I feel like it'll still be pretty decent red because Colorado. I mean, there was excitement for Dion but still a lot of, I don't know what to expect. And there's still, still apathy before they kick off. Well, that changed in the spring game Yeah, Uh, that changed, you know, as the off season went. So I don't know how much of the, how many of those sales happen. People trying to make a buck in a tough economy. I don't know, but Nebraska will travel if you're 0 and 12, 0 and 11 or 1 and 11 or 11 and one. I mean, they're, they're going to go. So I, that's where I feel like you'll still see a a pretty good sizable red. However, as Kelly and I were talking this morning, I was like, "What would you do if you were planning on going? Would you go?" She's like, "I don't know." Because if you expect to lose, the last place you want to lose is Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> right? Like yeah. like it's just a terrible experience right. for Nebraska fans. There are many who have said I'm never going back right after the last time. I know. Right? I
1: don't I I hear you. I man, I uh I can't wait. I I cannot wait to see what what this thing looks like. What a what a Good lord! I mean, I think you made the comment like if Dion wins four games, give him Coach of the Year. It's like, well, I mean, Homeboy might be cruising towards starting three and and0 potentially here. Like, good <laughs> right. lord! I mean, over
0: under was three and a half. Yeah, over under was three and a half. Oh, and by the way, uh, Nor- So
1: Colorado, you know, Nebraska loses to Minnesota. Colorado sets the world on fire, and then Northern Illinois beats Boston College at Boston College in overtime, which Northern Illinois, is Nebraska's third <laughs> opponent. So right now. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of uh ugh, going on from
0: Memorial Stadium. <laughs> ugh. And you, and you know who they play um also with uh Louisiana Tech. You know who their quarterback is? Hank Bachmeyer, who upset Florida State a few years ago oh, with Boise State. Ugh.
1: Come on, shick. I, mean- I mean, it's not good. And then and then who comes not- to town the next week? The Michigan Wolverines come to town the following week after that, and Harbaugh will be uh, freed as his team wants him to be. Uh, and so, yeah, things are. And I like yeah. I like saying "free Harbaugh" when it's self-imposed
0: jail. Like yeah. you, that was a self-imposed penalty. Like yes, the NCAA had a huge part in it, but you chose to yep. jail yourself. Yep. 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 Did you? Yep. By the way, did you hear Prime after the game going at it with this reporter? This was great.
2: What's up, boss? You believe me? You, you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, no. Do you believe that? Huh? Oh, no, no, no. I read through that bull junk you wrote. I, I read through that. I sifted through all that. Yeah. Oh, no. Come on. Do you believe? You don't believe. You just answered it. You don't believe. Next question.
0: You don't believe the bull junk and this part here. With a,
2: yeah! oh no, come on.
0: This is my kid's reaction when we serve vegetables at dinner.
2: Yeah! Oh no, come yeah! on.
0: Yeah! <laughs> uh, sir, you, uh, we just got your tax return. You actually owe the government 38
1: grand.
2: Yeah! Oh no, come on. And,
1: and the, yeah, who is the politician that went on his beer? He's like, we're going to go, we're going to go to Arkansas. We're going to go to, it, it sounds exactly like that. guy. It's so funny. You mentioned
0: that. I want to play this for you. We did this thing on college game day yesterday on the radio. We decided to do a new feature. I'm like, when are we going to do this? What? Are, when are we actually going to do this feature here on game day? And it came up at this time as Colorado was icing the game. Listen to this. This is Matt Sims, Trevor Maddich, and me. We have a new feature and I don't want to wait till next segment to do it. TCU, it has not gone well. Hit it, boys.
1: The chick has hit the fan.
0: <laughs> yeah! TCU is stopped on fourth down. It's hit the fan in Fort Worth. Colorado. <laughs> TC with one timeout left with 48 seconds to go. Colorado's going to pull the upset of this season. The shick has hit the fan in Fort Worth. Colorado, baby. We're going to be in the top 25. What more do you want? What, in life? <laughs> what more do you want? We're going to be ranked next year. And then we're going to go to Boulder. And then we're going to go. Ah! Yeah, I mean, that's the-
2: <laughs> what a great reference.
0: <laughs> that's, that- that's We're going to go to Tempe. Here we go, Colorado. we going go to the White House. <laughs> How do we feel, boys? How do we feel? Colorado Beach TCU 45-42. Done. I think he just walked off. And that was it. So you mentioned our Dean. We just yes. did that yesterday. Okay, that was a lot of We're, fun.
1: We, it's almost like we are in each other's minds with that. It is. Is it uh, this whole Colorado
0: Nebraska thing now? And yeah, I'm sporting the Colorado hat. Everyone went somewhere, as SVP likes to say. We talked about last week about how at the live show, like people are okay with me. Is that thing turning? Like if Colorado does well. Because one of the things, like Kelly mentioned this to me. She goes, at least last year we were both terrible. But if Colorado becomes good, this is not going to be good for us. No. Is this going to be bad for
1: the show if Colorado becomes really good? Yes, I think it is. It dep- but but a lot of that is in your hands. How much are you going to shick hit the fan it and all that stuff? I mean, that that's what it comes down to. A lot of this is that- up to you. It is true because people have been coming at me going, you are the worst winner.
0: You are insufferable. Like, God, have you ever won a game before? Like, you know, I'm doing the things that fans do. Mm-hmm. I'm holding up the mirror to fans, and they don't like the way they look. They're like,
2: uh, yeah. oh, no, come on.
1: <laughs> well, I will hold a football up to you that simply says oh, yes. Colorado. Is that upside down? It's Colorado 30-3, to 3, game ball, Bo Rude." Deal with it, brother, from another mother. All fine. That's
0: fine. All, t- That's fine. all totally fine. Uh, I just got this sent to me. Uh, I, I want to play this here. I don't know what it is, but I think it is uh, worth playing here. It says go to the 1845 mark. Love it. Here we go.
1: There did at times on the sideline look like there was Nebraska sideline. Like maybe it got ahead of them a little bit. Like they were scrambling just by watching it on TV. Did you get that sense that there was some struggling a little bit on the sideline between what they wanted to do? I didn't. I, it's hard. <laughs> oh, here we
3: go. See it for the
0: press box. It's
1: hard telling, hard telling for the press box. It is. I mean,
3: you don't. Know, <laughs> yeah. Yes! 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 <laughs> Oh,
0: I love it! He gets tweeted that so often during the game. Hard telling from the press box, and he—that's with Severe. That's the Severe Re- uh, podcast with yeah. Michael Severe. He had sip on I had, struggling a little bit on the sideline between what they wanted
1: to do. I didn't. I, it's hard. <laughs> oh, here we go. See it from the press box. It's hard telling. Hard telling from the press box. It is. You know. <laughs> it's almost. <laughs> give it Give it to the people. Simp. It's hard to in the press box. Oh, it's almost like mentally he went to answer it and he was like, Dion, he was like, like, well,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, no.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Come on.
0: Oh, it's so good. Oh, that is so good. We also had this. This is from Patrick. Who did his own highlights?
1: Amazing. For
0: the, the uh, Nebraska Minnesota game, did it with Chicken Nick. Let's listen.
3: 10 seconds to go in the half. Sims drops back, say, stiff. say a little stiff in the red zone as a passer, my man. He threw it right to the Goofu. Gophers love it, head to the locker room, up 3 0. Third quarter, Sims pressured, and don't get it twisted. The Who will give your ass a boo boo. And that who is the Minnesota Golden Goofu. Huskers lead late, you gotta slow it up. Anthony Grant counter, ball is punched out by Justin Wally, and the Gophers take over at midfield. 4.50 to go. Kaliak Manish drops back, surveys, fires to the corner of the end zone, got it. Touchdown Gophers to tie the game. Game tied late. Sims drops back looking, firing, picked off by Tyler Newbin. I'm not happy about that. Three seconds left. Are you ready to kill the mood? It's up and good. Gophers dig their way out of a fourth quarter deficit to defeat Nebraska, thirteen to ten in Minneapolis.
1: Pretty good. Sign him up for Sports Center, Chicken Nick Sports Center. With that, maybe put that on a poll. Would you watch Chicken Nick Sports Center? Not hosted by Chicken Nick, just people right. reading highlights, and instead of they they have to insert drops and in things. I would probably watch it. You did
0: uh, set the bar and set the table for what was going to happen to Nebraska. And don't get it twisted.
1: No. The Who will give your ass a boo boo, and that boo boo <laughs> is the Minnesota Golden Guffu. Ah! <laughs>
0: It's just incredible. Incredible. Um, you had a couple of things here. I, I do want to revisit one thing here. Oh, This went unnoticed until I re-listened to your song and people tweeted in after listening to it. The most incredible verse in the history of music, let alone your pump-up songs. Did not know this at the live show. Did not know it in the second time back listening to it. And then I heard it again.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. Close losses over five years. We shed tears. Got kicked in the nuts here. The ball's here. Need a coach to want a temple. And bear love. Okay.
0: That, that is an incredible verse. And this is like the just clarifying that you that to make sure we knew what you meant. Yeah. They mad, yeah. Close losses
1: over five years. We shed tears, got kicked in the nuts, yeah. The balls, yeah. (laughs) It's like I had a studio audience that seemed confused. Got kicked in the nuts, yeah. Where? The balls, yeah. You know? (laughs) They mad, yeah. Close (laughs) losses over five years. We shed tears, got kicked in the nuts, yeah. The balls, yeah. (laughs)
0: Went to the barber. They cut my hair, yeah. My follicles, yeah.
1: <laughs> What's bad is you haven't lived until you've provided your own background vocals by saying balls, yeah. You hear, I come in because I did a whole, I did a whole background vocal thing. You can hear me backing myself up with the balls, yeah. Got kicked in the nuts, yeah. The balls, yeah. That's multiple nicks. The balls, yeah. <laughs> multiple nicks dropping the balls, yeah. That's what life's all about. Gotta put on my hat, yeah. My cap, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh gotta
0: put on my shoes, yeah, my sneakers, yeah. <laughs>
1: Got kicked in the nuts, yeah. The ball's here. Yeah. Oh, man. You know you're low on lyrical content when you're literally just reiterating literally what you just said. <laughs> Put on my hat, yeah. My cap, yeah. <laughs> we said tears, got kicked in the nuts, yeah. The ball's here. Yeah. Oh. That, maybe that needs to be the uh, the title of the podcast. Might need week. to be. Got kicked in the nuts, yeah. The ball's here. Yeah. Actually, at one point I thought I was like, is it better to flip it around, got kicked in the balls, yeah, the nuts, yeah? No, it needs to be. Those are real thoughts in my head. I was like, hmm. Would I rather say nuts, yeah, and then back it up with balls, yeah? Or... <laughs> Golly. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Golly. We said cheers got kicked in the nuts, yeah, the balls, yeah. <laughs> that
0: is that is the theme. <sighs> For the first (laughs) game. That was it.
1: That was it. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly right. Quick time out from this ridiculously amazing, stupendous, tremendous, absolutely tremendous podcast to tell you about something else that is tremendous, and that is the Beanery Coffee. For me... I always want a little caffeine in it. I don't want a decaf. In fact, someone tries to bring me decaf. I'm like, I'm like, yes. Oh no.
2: Yeah. Oh no. Come ah, on. That's so
1: good. You know what you got there. I mean over at Hunter with that Paul here. Smoothies. They got food as well. You can just start your day. In the best way, it'll make you say, hey, when you have a bagel, a cookie, a breakfast burrito. They got some some various oatmeal options. You can get a mocha, a latte. I mean, you can get it all there. You can start your day the right way. What do you say, Mr. Colorado Buffet? I say, if you want coffee, you do have
0: to pay. <laughs> you can purchase an e-gift card, $15, $20, dollars 25 50 custom amount there. Click on the gift card, the e-gift card tab. They're on the beanerycoffee.com. They got the menu. They got info on the coffee truck as well. Truck much like Colorado did to TCU Gary. over the weekend. Sorry if I shouldn't be bringing up Buffalo stuff with the beanery. They opened in Gretna in 03. They've been serving the community ever since and win or lose. If you're a Nebraska fan, the coffee remains the same. Absolutely. Fantastic. Head there Sunday morning after the colorado Nebraska Show., hey! cheery up. It's the beatery serving people coffee. We do have uh, some polls that we can get to very quickly before we head out. Hey, Shouts out to Pillar Exteriors. Shouts out to them. Love Pillar Exteriors. I'm going to marry them. I don't know that you can marry Pillar Exteriors, although 2023 you can yeah, do what you I want. 402-919-ROOF. 402-919-ROOF. They're the premier Omaha roofing company you can rely on to cover your home with strength and integrity. Hashtag roof with pillar. Hashtag side with pillar. Hashtag windows with pillar. They've got everything for you. Get your complimentary consultation and estimate. We did ask you on the poll, is a Colorado alum and Creighton alum hosting a Husker-based radio show the greatest upset in sports radio history? 89% said yes. I'll
1: take it. Historic. We're historic.
0: Is attending a Shikanik live show as an on listener borderline terrifying? 90% said yes. <laughs> Will Nick's song hold after the season while containing the lyric, Beat Prime, yeah? Ugh. Ugh. Ugh.
1: It's
0: a great question. Jeff Sims about to shine, yeah. Beat Prime, yeah. Mm. Oh, not good. It- 88% said yes. The song will hold. Will Good. Rule Beat Prime? 93% said yes. It's about to shine, get beat, prime, get. Yes. Better Schick parody song, Fast Car or Husker Move? 59% said Husker Move. Good for you. Thank you. How about this? Better spinoff artist for Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, Luke Combs or Matt Schick? Matt Schick wins 87%. Thank God. If we did that poll next week, if Colorado wins, it'd be flipped. They won't They won't. You're,
1: you are. You are going in the wrong direction, my man. Beat yet? Yeah. You about to get kicked in the nuts yet? Yeah. The balls yet? Yeah. Got kicked in the nuts yet? Yeah. The balls yet? Yeah.
0: If you're Nebraska, is it better to match the legacy of what came before, or build a legacy that comes after? 61% said after. <laughs> it's so convoluted. People love rule and all that stuff, and we do too. You lose enough games,
1: they're done with these things. Yep. That's it. It's just like Stung Miles tweeting at halftime. It was great until they started losing. They lost Incarnate Word, and people are like, <laughs> stop to- tweeting words and don't get beat by Incarnate Word, brother. <laughs> Got kicked in the nuts, yeah. The balls, yeah. Got kicked in the nuts, yeah. The balls, yeah. <sighs> <sighs> <sighs>
0: <sighs> 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 Apologize for that one. How about this? Best part of what Pillar Exteriors offers: roofing, siding, windows, and gutters, or hats. <laughs> 90% said it? hats. 0% said siding. Come oh.
1: on. Stop it. They do it all. I hope uh, I hope there wasn't a board meeting and they brought that up, that tweet up. <laughs> in front of the everybody and went, are we sure about this? <laughs> Sponsors guys, guys, can you look at this? We're getting kicked in the nuts here. The balls here.
0: <laughs> Close losses over five years. We shared tears. Got kicked in the nuts here. The balls here. Oh. <sighs> I love, there's, there's so many things here before we go. If you want to join the hive, do you need to have Nebraska going seven and five? 80% said yes. Good.
1: Why Sorry. did we ask that? Because of this from last week. You want to join the yeah. hive, you better have Nebraska going seven and five. You know that's going to jive. Because we all alive. Eat your heart out, Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Dr. Seuss is dead. R.I.P. Dr. Seuss. All right. Rest in peace, Dr. Seuss. (laughs) There you go. Rest in in peace, Pete Gillen.
3: There
0: you go. There you go. (laughs) Okay, this was a great... This was an underappreciated moment on the pod last week. (laughs) And this is the question. Was Joe Scanlon at the live show wearing a tank top because it was 188 degrees or because he was exercising his <laughs> Second Amendment <laughs> rights? <laughs> 81% said Second Amendment rights. Yes!
1: I mean, it was 188 degrees outside, so I completely understand Uncle Joe showing off the guns, getting his Second Amendment game right. <laughs> Jeez, Louisiana. Jeez,
0: Louisiana. All right. I mean, anything Colorado, else? Nebraska week.
1: Yep. We'll
0: see how it goes. It's going to be fun to watch. Best of luck to you. And I don't really you. mean it,
1: but best of luck. I don't either, Thank but you. to you. I'll give you a phony best of luck, as you do today. Thank, okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Break a leg. I do mean it. Yep, and, you too. Right back at you.
0: And uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens, and we'll see if this podcast still gets any downloads. If... The Huskers get kicked in the nuts, yeah. The balls, yeah. Got kicked in the nuts, yeah. The balls, yeah. Tyler, what does it feel like to have that happen to you? I'm not
1: happy about that. Shit, yeah,
2: Nick. yeah. Shit, yeah, yeah. Shit, show, yeah. Here we go. yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Yes! Got kicked in the nuts here, the balls here! Yeah.
0: <laughs> A Huda Media Production.